NGA podcast. This is me, Denny. And obviously, I'm Lewis. And we're with two guests. We have our good friends. Nick and... Frank. And uh, we're actually sitting right now in our Airbnb at like half two in the morning. Yeah, this is how we roll. And, uh, and we're in uh, Santa Monica in Los Angeles, California. Um, we're, uh, we're on a, a little a little weekend adventure to, in honour, in celebration of our good friend Nick. He's about to turn 30. This is his 30th birthday. What's so, up, Nick? So, hello, Nick. Hello. So, uh, first of all, Nick, I'd just like to ask, how are you enjoying your birthday celebrations thus far? Well, I'm enjoying it very well, thank you. I appreciate you guys coming out to enjoy it with me. <laughs> so, thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome. I've had a good time so far, too. So it's only been a day and a half and you've done a... We've done a lot. Done a, a, extremely a lot of things yeah. that most people probably take a good three, four days to do. Yeah, I think it's about action-packed. So we, we squeezed quite a lot in one day, or even in one evening, or one day. We've gone to, what, Hollywood, yeah. Sign, Beverly Hills, the Canyons, the Long Beach. Yeah. We've shooting. Been, we've done a shooting range, which was uh, definitely an experience. So we had Frank, who's, uh, who's never fired a, a handgun or any type of weapon before, which was, I think was a... Popped his cherry. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Popped <laughs> cherry there, Frank. Pop, pop, popped his and cherry. To be perfectly honest, you know, it was great. I think I think you enjoyed that as well. It was yeah. a new experience for you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we had some really good food. Well, there's been, well, there's been a. It's been all right. It's been okay. It hasn't been amazing. I would say it hasn't been Cali's best, but for the it's it's been there's been enough moments where we could have the roof down. Yeah. Well, having the, we had a Corvette and a, a Mustang. Yeah. Uh, which is the. Um, you know, they had the, they had the, uh, the ability to have the, uh, the soft top. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've got good, some, some good video footage. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be putting that up. We can put some of that up there. Hmm. So, let's just, let's just start this off uh, with, obviously we arrived, and I'm going to have to cuss out LA quite a bit here. I don't know if you guys want to join in. It took an hour and a half to get out of the airport, and it was like 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. So that was a relatively quiet time of the day, comparatively. Like, yeah. there's not many flights coming in at that time. And it took an hour and a half to get out of the airport. Frank, how do you feel about having a queue for an hour and a half to get out of a goddamn airport? Or, I would say, obviously, you're well-travelled, Frank. In fact, let, let Frank just introduce himself first. Um, Guest so to the podcast. You can hold the mic, Frank. I got this. I feel like Nick is not Nick, your mic. Nick's got a firm grip on it. Get, get a little bit closer. Get a little bit closer. Mic, so I don't want to take away from him. I don't want you to like think um, that he's your mic bitch because he's really not. The 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 entrance into Los Angeles X. So introduce yourself first. Um, my name's Frank, and I'm on this podcast that I'll bust in. How how do you know us? I know Denny because I've worked with him about twelve years ago in the place called Carpenter House. And uh, how big are you? Um, instead of, what are you talking about big size? Are we talking about height? Are we talking about feet size? Are we talking about lower, lower beneath the waist size? Just talking about your height. Way I'm above average. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, no one complains. But um, what was the original question? What was the original question? What's your, what's your thoughts on LA? LAX? I feel, I feel like LAX, like when we, when, we, when we all came out of the um, terminal, when we had to like come up to a point where the businesses would typically meet us. There wasn't a great deal of white folks there. There was like <laughs> lots of um, Latinos, and at that point, I I, I remarked to maybe Denny, maybe I remarked to Lewis at the time. I can't remember who, but I was Something like, racist. I understand why Trump's got an issue because literally everyone there was Latino, and it clearly seemed to me that those Latinos were trying to come into the country at that point. <laughs> and I was like, I understand why he's got a problem here, and why he wants to close that border. Because there's no black folk, there's no white folk, it was just purely Latinos. But here, that's neither here nor there. Do you know what though, in hindsight though, you've got to think, if they're coming through LAX, they're not illegals. 
They're not legal, but I understand. <laughs> I understand why he's trying to like find some way to shut down the entrance into this glorious country, which is the United States of America. Okay. And um, he's trying to do it by, you know, means in which he wants to build a wall. But what he needs to do is shut down those people coming in by the airports because nothing else <laughs> is coming in by LAX, <laughs> but Mexicans <laughs> and um, North. What was it? Is East Asians? There's just that hell of a lot of people there that are coming into this country. I don't understand. That's I think, I think we should return to this subject shortly. Okay. But um, I, I'll just say you're you're well travelled. Yeah, um, so, so. yeah, we've been around a lot. Um, with regards to geographic, I'm not. I've not with, been around as with, as with as regards to with regards to um, just your experience coming out of the airport. Yes. What would you say? Have you experienced anything more hectic, or was that never normal? in my life have I come to an airport in which you queue up to like leave the airport and you get a ticket? Well, you know, sorry, my apologies, sorry. You queue up to get a ticket, <laughs> then you get that ticket, and you queue up to give this ticket to another person who then looks at this ticket. To then give it to not get, then queue up, to then give this ticket to another person to look at this ticket and take this ticket. It, it's just, it, it, it basically to me feels as though machinery could do a lot of this job or these people here. You know, if you come to Heathrow Airport, there's no people there. All you do is like you flash your passport and you walk through. Whereas in America or apparently in LA, there's loads of jobs for these people that aren't doing a great deal of things. So. I think for me, I I the feel. only time I, I know when we went to Thailand, we landed at different times because yes. I had I was on the standby flight and got delayed. Yes. When I went into Thailand, I'll probably say that was the most hectic airport I've ever been to. It was hectic. Um, and but obviously I wasn't there at the same time, so I don't know what your experience was like. Other than that, it has been LAX. This isn't the first time I've gone to LAX, and last time I went to LAX, it was proper annoying as well. Yeah. So LAX seems to have a reputation. LAX is disgusting as far as I'm concerned and um, machinery, computers or some something needs to take over and get rid of these people that seem to be in jobs in which they don't need to be in jobs to do. So as we had I a said, couple of other examples of that throughout the day. We had numerous examples like you go to a car park and you pull up to a car park and a lady presses the button. She presses the button, Please. takes the ticket, picks up the <laughs> ticket, hands the ticket to you <laughs> Manually opens the gates <laughs> to the car park and you drive through. Why is she there? You go to Westfield in London, you pull up. So it's all automatic. Yeah. The ticket, the ticket's there, you pull up That's, and the boundary opens. It's mad. Trump is creating jobs, bro. That's he's what I'm saying. That's jobs. what I said to Denny earlier. It's like Taking Trump's high, he's, he's very good at like, you know, highlighting the fact that numerous jobs are being created in this glorious country that we're in. But at the same time, these are jobs that shouldn't be in place currently. Like we were at the at the traffic traffic today, and instead of traffic lights being in place, there were people standing in the middle of the road, directing people left. Right. It's like no, why, no, no, no. Why? they weren't there instead of they were there as well. As. Oh yeah, my apologies. <laughs> they were there to accompany the traffic lights that are clearly Working. doing a job, and they were there to direct people. I, it, yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Like as I said, Trump's. I get Trump. The statistics don't lie because he's creating a great deal, of, great deal of jobs, but these jobs so, shouldn't. So would you would you be would you agree that it's fair to say that, in your opinion, Trump is an amazing man who should be hailed for all his good work? I feel like Trump Trump's clearly doing something to keep all these people in this glorious country that is the United States of America on board. But I would be very disappointed if at the next election, these people did not come to their senses and vote in a 92-year-old man in the name of... McCain? No, what's the name? What's that Bernie Sanders. Bernie no. Sanders. They need oh, to, okay. I thought they you said Joe to, Biden. They need to vote in the guy who's got a surname the same as the guy who invented KFC. They need to, <laughs> they need to, they need to get this guy on board. And clearly, he's going to be around long enough to fulfil whatever 
policies all right, all right. All so obviously we got out of the airport we had to queue to get a taxi which yeah. was a bit silly because it was quite a long queue it was we could have walked to the valet place to collect the cars except there's no sidewalks to walk on <laughs> it's a bit stupid like the infrastructure is not that great and also in the short journey it's like a two minute drive how many homeless people did we see there was a lot and I, I had this conversation with the local guy and he said there's a quarter of a million homeless people living in Los Angeles I said but there's about 14 homeless people living in London right <laughs> what is up with this place it's like a homeless person magnet well I guess it comes down to some of the whole like what I have heard about America one difference between America and the UK is while we have struggles, because we have a, a welfare system, a quite easily accessible welfare system, um, the levels that you can fall aren't quite as bad as they are in the un- United States, where there's a bigger se- there seems to be a bigger divide between the rich and the poor than there is in the UK. So what I want to know from Nick, right, is if you were in charge of this godforsaken hellhole, <laughs> right, that Frank calls, what do you refer to it as? A glorious country. Right. I, I think the United States of America has, has, has you know, you know in, which you, in which you were set up, they had ideas in which, you know, land the free, everyone's entitled to, like, be the best person they can. But that's not really the case, isn't it? No. Right. Okay. But so, all, all I'm going to add to this, add to Nick's statement there, is I've never been in a place whereby every single, you know, um, flyover, there's people with tents, so many tents, they might as well be in fucking Glastonbury because there's just like tents galore. And I, I generally feel something every time I drive by these people. If I had money or water, I would throw it at them so they've got something. It's to, a bit vicious, isn't it? Not throw it at them in the sense that to hurt them, but I feel like I need to spray them with money like I was at a strip club or something. But give them some water because I, it's like they've got the, their little communities beneath these firewoods fire and it's really sad. and. I don't know, maybe Nick's felt a certain way more than me. So Nick, how, does, how do you feel about this and what would you do to fix the problem? Well, yeah, it's not nice to ever see um, people living rough and uh, obviously scrounging around bins for food. Countlessly today, walking along the Long Beach, we did see... Shredded guys. Yeah, people that are shredded purely because they're not eating. <laughs> and, then, you know, and then they're, and they're a lot of weight at Venice Beach. You know, I think that's the free gym, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the free gym on the old bars and rings. So, yeah... Not good, not particularly happy to see it and witness it when we're on holiday because we're having a good time spending money and then we've got these guys actually living it day in, day out. And, and it, yeah, it's, it's quite disgusting and appalling to see that. And obviously someone, like we at least have homeless shelters and whatnot, people having charity events. We don't see any of that around here. We may not see it, what's going on around in the background, but from what I saw at main parts of California, Santa Monica, Venice Beach, big popular areas, mm-hmm. there is a lot of homeless people and... See someone here. I mean, if I had local councils around here, so it works. But all yeah. right. So let's just hypothetically now, right? You're in charge. Okay. Today is your first day in office. What's your big move? What are you gonna do? How are you gonna get rid of these fuckers? <laughs> I probably wouldn't get elected politically. That's fine. But it's yeah, if, if I had, if I had the, if I had the power to do something about it, obviously you normally house these people, give them food, give them opportunities. Okay. Like you would with anyone so else. Is that, is that coming out of my tax dollar? Well, ideally, yeah. Good I just want to add, I do just want to add that when I saw that... Well, what should you do? Kill them off? No. <laughs> what? There's a lot of middle ground between that. I'm just saying, there are other humans which we're going to try and do something with or help or fuck them. No, I agree with you. No. <laughs> what? 
no, I agree. We should we should help them. And whenever, there's no middle ground here, is there? <laughs> whenever I saw them, my heart my heart went out to them, and I did feel I did feel a passion. I I there was like like Jack in the Box food. And I had to just, I had to buy. Let me just I, I bought my meal at this place called Jack in the Box, which I wouldn't normally eat, and okay. I had to buy additional. Okay. Okay. Let me just interject right here to, to, to hand to people. No, you did not, Denny. I'm gonna out you right now. Okay, Denny sat in the Jack in the Box. <laughs> We right. have an interference. Now, now let's, let's keep it real. So we went to this dead place called Jack in the Box. And we got, we got some food. And do you know what? We were all sat there. And there's, unfortunately, this, this place, because it's a 24-hour takeaway joint, uh, it's a bit of a magnet for homeless people that want to use the, the restrooms to, oh, either, the to either go to the toilet, <laughs> clean themselves, do coke, you know, offer sexual services, whichever it is that they're doing. <laughs> and... Uh, and we're sitting there, we're eating our food, and you know, surrounded by this stuff, is to be honest, obviously you don't exactly get a warm feeling inside. But but Denny was just like, Do you know what? These dirty bastards put me off my food, I'm not eating. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I don't know what's wrong with Denny. He has no heart at all, he's dead inside. That wasn't that, quite Denny, that, wasn't, though, that right? wasn't quite what I don't really understand how four guys can roll up to a restaurant in which they serve burgers and other savoury evening snacks. And you can get your food and look around at the vicinity of the people in there and judge them on their social standards. And think, I cannot eat here. How? I don't really understand. Please tell me, at what point did you get to this place in your life in which you can look at people that are at the same stature as you and judge them to be beneath you? So much so that you'd rather consume your hamburger and fries in the car park on your own rather than sit in the diner along with these maybe potentially homeless people and people that are less less than you that you might say I don't I, know I to finish his fries because you can eat them to the point where you can't finish your fries you've got to leave them with someone else that's there with you and go outside and eat them on their own please explain that to me because I don't understand now, do you know, before you explain that let's just point out then he left his food right and because of Nick's enormous appetite he wouldn't let the homeless people have it he was like no, it's mine. Nick, it's all Nick mine. Bad, no, okay. but I was hungry, and if someone's offering food, I will find, I will finish it. And Nick's you will find a homeless person. I just defend Nick, myself. Nick, Plus, I don't want a homeless person reaching into my food supply, taking out my chips. So, is that why you threaten that homeless woman that you punch her in the mouth if she tries to punch her fry? <laughs> I don't remember doing that. <laughs> if you don't remember something, you can't be held accountable. It's fine. It's probably because can, can, can I can I just defend myself? He's stretching. I don't like the word today, by the way. You're stretching, Lewis. <laughs> Okay, so I know you've learned it today, bruv, because you never stretch your legs. You can't kick above your waist, but it's fine. Let's go. Can I just say, so stretching. Just to clarify, despite what's been said, um, you've got to defend yourself now, then. You yeah, yeah. No, well, yourself. I wouldn't call it defend myself. I'll just be. I'll just say. Just be honest. Just, yeah, I'll just be honest. We'll just. I'll just. Say but he's the already truth. lying. Anyway, so essentially, essentially, can you can you speak into the mic, please? All right. So essentially, um. We were in this place called Jack in the Box, which I wasn't particularly... It's the first time I've ever been. I've been to America several times. First time I've seen this. Um, Telling the truth so far. Uh, uh, this chain. I bought food. Telling the truth. I wasn't amazingly hungry. Hungry. But I, I, and I didn't have a burger, just to clarify. I bought some chicken strips. They were quite spicy. Telling the truth. Extremely so spicy. Far. Right. I didn't expect that. Even though you ordered spicy chicken strips. Yep, yep, that's correct. And I have spicy from, in the UK, from uh, KFC, do loads of spicy stuff. But it's not really that spicy. Okay. So these were spicier than I expected. Um, so I didn't, I ended up having one and I gave the rest away. 
To the homeless? No, no, no. To you guys, to my friends. To oh, me. you son of a bitch. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with regards to the chips, um, they, you know, I, I got a bottle of water. I could have got various pops, various fizzy drinks, but I chose water. The Iron Brew. Let's be honest, very quickly, just inject for not, a second. Not the, the Iron, Iron Brew, Brew, the Fanta. The Fanta. Yeah. Like what acid? It did, but but that wasn't that wasn't particularly my concern. My concern was, and if I could just clarify this without being interrupted, Sorry. I was counting calories. Okay. The fuck? You lot have all been cussing me about my weight. I'm you probably in the, I'm exactly. So because of that, because I've been so far, so because I've been. You got a dad Can I just finish? What's wrong with a dad board? I'm not saying there's anything wrong. What I'm saying is cute. If you, can I can I just please? I've got a dad board. Can I please? I've got a dad board. Please, right? Sorry. So Frank I've been essentially pummeled with abuse up until this point. <laughs> I've been called dad bod, I've been called fat, I've been called all sorts. Let me, let me finish, please, 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 let me, why are you trying to reach out to the girls that like dad bod? I'm not, can I, I feel like you are, I'm, you want them to be like, oh my god, Denny's girls, dad bod, I like dad bods, no Denny, I'm speaking, dad bod, fact, leave it at that. Firstly, I'm speaking to my English audience, not whatever language, accent you were just doing, but anyway, if I just carry on my story, so I had been, people had taken the mick out of my current body shape. Fine, I know I need to work on that. So, I'm too polite to say anything about it. With the options of various pops I could have had, I chose water because I had now become conscious. I was now counting calories. I had five chicken strips. I only ate one because, again, I had become conscious. That's what these guys had done to me on this trip. So, so I gave them the chicken strips. And then my chips, I was eating my chips and I was enjoying it. I commented and I said, these chips are actually quite nice. And then just as I said that, again, I became conscious. So I gave my chips away. At this point, what did you become conscious of exactly? Of my weight, of my body shape. Right? Right. Can I? Can Stop. I finish? Can I just finish? Let, let Denny finish. Can I finish? Right. Then I want to count up all of this. At this point, this at this point, sad. I was no longer eating. <laughs> I was feeling a bit of a way, so I said, "Guys, I'm going to step outside." However, they've then interpreted that. Um, this is so far we're digressing into lies, but carry on. No, no. So, however, they've interpreted such bullshit. My life. However, they've interpreted that <laughs> toilet, is, is what they've interpreted. <laughs> I then left. I went outside. It was probably a couple of minutes before they did, and then we all just basically went back home. Right, Nick, can you just clarify? I will, I will try and keep it as verbatim as possible. Well, you said you wanted to counter, Lou. So why don't you counter first, and then I can agree with you. Okay. First of all, first of all. Denny now saying that he's become very conscious of his weight while we're on holiday. When anyone that follows the NGA podcast page, there's a little plug for the NGA podcast page, hit us up on Instagram. You will have seen on our stories over the last month or so, I've been uh, quite aggressively trolling Denny uh, for his dad board, trying to encourage him to get in the gym and lose some weight. And anyone that knows Denny will know that in the last two weeks, he started going to the gym a little bit. And now that he's on a holiday that he's supposed to look shredded for, he's now suddenly become conscious of his diet. I would say to you, Denny, that's too little, too late. No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Is hold it up. not too little, too no, late? No, 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 Hold up, hold up, hold up. Well, I think you've just backed up exactly what I said. Yeah, no, I trolled you. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's oh, not about no. the trolling. There's a difference. There's a, tro- there's a difference. So what you've basically said, correct me if I'm wrong. Before we came here. Yes. You were getting in shape. I was trying to get in shape. We had both agreed. Right. Okay. 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 Right. Did I not do my part? Wait. You were trolling me. Yes. Right. Do you know why? Wait. No. Let me finish. Let me finish. Go on. I've then come on holiday and I'm not in the shape necessarily I want to be. And now I'm with the. I'm now I'm here. Now I'm in a situation where I'm going to be on the beach. You literally said with the gut. (laughs) With the guys. Well, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. With the guys. Now I'm in on the beach. Now I'm I'm here in the situation. 
and you're still trying, do you not think someone may be a little okay. conscious over that? Uh, uh, you Listen. should be conscious, Debbie. Yeah. You should be. Okay. But here's Listen. one point, and you guys have both digressed away from the actual question here, the actual original issue, and I will say something. What were you doing about the bombs? No. The issue was you saying that you left because you were conscious about your weight right. that we've been pulling on. Which but is really on the night, Denny. Did you not say? You did say you cannot eat with these people around you. Right. And I think if you, if, if correct me if I'm wrong. No, you correct me if I'm Didn't he say, I don't want to get a bum bump? <laughs> no, I never. No, don't add that. Don't add that. That's not true. We were having jokes about it way after. You know, I've sorry, got a bum sorry, 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 wait, 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 Nick, 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 what did you just say I said? I said I can't eat around these people. Yeah. No, Nick, what did you say I said? Right, what he just said. Right. What people was I talking about? The homeless people. Okay, okay, now stop, stop, stop. You were pointing at all the homeless people. No, 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 no. Don't add that. No, no, no. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's not true. That's not true. We, we are trolling Denny again a little bit. Right. Here. The well, fact of the matter they is... They not be homeless, they wait, may just be drag addicts. Wait, wait. The fact of the matter is... The fact of the matter is... You heard me say... I can't eat around these people. The question is, what people? The ones you're being racist about. Mm, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm saying... Right. So you interpreted that as the other people that are in there. But now having listened to my reasoning, do you not realise that I was actually talking... When I said I can't eat around these people, do you not realise I was talking about you guys? Why didn't you say uh, that? Well, well I didn't say anyone. You interpreted it. Okay. And now I'm letting you know. First of all... The pe- when I said these people, I was talking mm. about you guys because of how you made me feel. First of all, while I get, sad, while I I get a tissue sad. out and, and, and dry the tears away from my eyes from your sad story and get a small violin to play it along for your sad story, I'd just like to say this. At the point when you're eating your food... No one said a damn thing to you. No one said a damn we thing to you. We were all tucking into that. We were just tucking into food. However, mm. however, let's just be real. Mm. None of us felt comfortable. Yes. No one felt comfortable. No one felt comfortable with the crisis. There's nothing wrong not feeling comfortable. Mm-hmm. But my only little bit of shock was that my discomfort and your discomfort were a little bit different. But it's fine because we were both uncomfortable. And let's be real. If any of you guys listen, listening in have ever been to LA... And sat in this dirty part of town with these unfortunate souls around you, you do feel some level of almost guilt for your your what do you say non poor privilege? I don't know. Like I'm just white, privilege. So you can just say privilege. privilege. But <clears throat> you do feel some level of guilt that you're able to sit there and sustain yourself quite comfortably while these people are digging around through bins. To, yeah, to try and get I, no, no one expected. No one feels comfortable with that. That level of homelessness slash drug abuse slash. Yeah. So, okay. So okay. as much as so as much as we went in a little bit here on Denny, right? <clears throat> and it is a little bit bullying. I see there's an underlying issue here with Denny's weight. I obviously wasn't privileged to the whole trolling experience, and to be honest, I haven't really mentioned about Denny's but weight. But just topic. to clarify, just to clarify, I'm a, like everyone, anyone who knows me, you know, I'm I'm a very straightforward guy. I have I've pulled yeah, Nick. Called me fat once before. Yeah, I did it very aggressively as well. I called Nick a fat. Then I used a very aggressive, which wasn't nice. Be curse word, and it got Nick really upset. But over the next six weeks, Nick got shredded. I became okay. a god. Okay, guys, guys, guys. Yes. I think when this, we're supposed to be talking about the trip, yeah, we've we'll, been kind we'll of negative so that. far. We'll, we'll I just want to say that. let's let's stop with the fat shaming. Let's stop with the. Aggressiveness. Let's stop with the and let's just let's carry on. Let's talk about Kelly okay. and the good things. Just, just so far. Just to, to end off that conversation, then, Denny, can we get a pledge from you as to when you're going to lose the dad bod? <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little. Just if look, you want to lose the dad, that is. Make it a realistic target. No. I'm not saying like next. Why week, should there be a target? I'm you want to do it. No, it, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to send kits at the end of June. Right, right. Go. And my aim 
Yeah. Can I just say? Yeah. And I may have to post a picture on our Instagram. You will have to, yes. The top half yeah. is looking crisp. It's the midriff yeah. that needs work. Okay. So if we get a, a front and side profile picture of you looking very comfortable on the island of Sin Kitts, yeah, in when are you going? That was like a verbal black face. It can be whatever you want to do, <laughs> You can call it. I'm going 20, 26, 26th of June. 26th of June. That actually only gives you like a month and a half. Yeah, that's cool. So we're not going to expect like you to look like a I look Mr. Boom. Olympia. I look boom. Listen, let's let's keep it real. Yeah. Right. Do you know roughly what you weigh right now? Yeah. How much do you weigh? 86 kg. So let's say you want to be about Jesus Christ. 78, 80. I want to be, yes, that's correct. That's right. spot on. Right. Of course it is. I'm, I'm an expert. It ain't going to make much difference then. No, it will. it will. It will. He'll lose quite a bit of punch. Of course it will. Oh, will it? I don't right, know. So it will. we'll get... i tell you what we'll do. While we're on this trip... We'll no, no, it's not 78. It's what I need to do. While we're on this trip, we're going to take a few pictures and video clips of us on the beach and we're going to do a side-by-side comparison of those pictures when you come back from St. Kitts because you'll have... No, 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 no. Because you know what, Denny? No, 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 no. No, 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 yeah. You want to do it on your first day there? Yeah, same thing. Same so thing. So you're, you're yeah. on the beach, on the beach. Both yeah, same thing, same thing. Yeah. We have you looking like a soggy middle, middle-aged man, and then we'll have you looking like an Adonis. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that? Yeah, that's cool. Right, that's fine. That's fine. Like we, soggy, at this point, I feel like as a friend, <laughs> I've done my bit to try and encourage Denny to lose a few of these extra pounds that he's been accumulating. And we can move on and talk about the rest of the trip in Los Angeles. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on swiftly and talk about the vehicles that we've chosen. Wait, can I, can I, can I just add Go one on. more thing? If you want. Regular listeners, occasionally our uh, new episodes don't come up, you know, as, as, as frequently as they should. They're supposed to be weekly. And this is why, people. This is why. Feel free to comment. Feel free to hurl as much abuse at Lewis Houston as possible. You can get me this at is why, underscore TKD. This is why I can't be around. This is why the podcasts don't happen as often as they should. It's not because I work in Newcastle half the week. It's not because Lewis has kids and it's hard for us to It's because I can't handle the daily abuse he tries to give me. Do you know what? That is probably 100% truth. Minus <laughs> the 99.5% bullshit. It's fine. It's all good. So I'm going to step up. So we, we obviously got out of the airport... We went and collected our cars. Now, we used an app, and I will say the app that we used was quite good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's called Turo, T-U-R-O. I'm not plugging them, but we use them, and it, it seems pretty decent so far. So you, you can basically, it's like Airbnb, but for cars. But for car, yeah, that's exactly how I describe it, yeah. yeah. Airbnb for cars. So uh, we got we actually got kind of different levels of service. I think I got a little bit of white privilege, because <laughs> Denny and, and Frank turned up to the to the place and the guy went yeah your car's like over there sorry <laughs> and the guy brought our car over to us and showed us around the car showed us how to use it all this stuff which that literally cool. did happen the only the only thing is so we got a corvette stingray and it's it was a slightly modified car it had like a front spoiler and side skirts and stuff under to it and we got to the bottom of the ramp at the at the car park where the car's kept and we scraped up the underside of the front splitter mm. which hurt my heart and then going over bumps in LA, there's like, when you go from one street to another, because the streets are curved to allow the, the rainwater to, to kind of drift off to the side, 
when you go from from one curve to another we keep scraping the underside of this car i'm sure it's going to cost me money um but in in general we're talking about i'll give you a quick rundown of our car so we've got a corvette stingray which has got a, a big old i think it's like a five liter v8 engine produces 480 horsepower not to 60 is like seven days <laughs> so you put your foot down and it makes a hell of a lot of noise anyone that's following the nj page you'll see there's a clip of me saying check this out hammering my foot into the floor and then slowly pulling away making no, violent pulling away. there you go making a violent amount of noise uh, i think nick would agree as nick's driven the car as well it it looks gorgeous but the engineering on it is something like a, a neolithic caveman would it's do. very plasticky for a hundred thousand dollar car it may sound aggressive and masculine masculine that's a new one i like it Which, yeah definitely a masculine car yeah you wouldn't see a girl i don't think revving that particular type of engine or that particular kind of car but yes in terms of uh how it's fabricated how it sounds how it feels actually like aesthetically uh yeah it's very plastically very plastic sorry and yeah just could have had a bit more of a better build quality i've got i've i've got the mustang um because we're in california and i know it's quite environmentally conscious i got the eco boost version um that's a 2.3 liter or two liter i believe rather than the five liter um i got the car because it's an american classic but it has um verified my thoughts and feelings that american cars are pretty shit and pretty much everything nick just said in terms of the build the plasticky feel um all kind of go with this but in all fairness i still feel like i wouldn't have chosen a different car it is an american classic i'm in america um, and i wanted something that felt american and yeah mustang i think is american through and through did you not want to go for the gt five liter no i'm just not into i'm not into cars enough to care like it's what it looks like it looks the same i'm not into cars enough to to appreciate a five liter versus versus a thing yeah i would have got the grunt and the sound but I don't drive fast. I don't it's drive fine. aggressive. Okay. So yeah, you're happy. I'm happy. I got a Mustang. It looks nice. Yeah, yeah I got a Mustang. Like how we used to in the UK. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> I think for the the pose factor, the Corvette obviously does a, a bit of a better. Did job. have a lot of Corvette definitely turning. wins. Definitely. Yeah, we do get. We got a lot of people even from the locals, like little kids waving at us and stuff. That yeah. was kind of nice. Um, but again, as as nice as it is, it's weird. You feel like a bit of a a fake when you get in because people look at it and go, oh that's a nice car and you get in and they go yeah 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 it looks nice piece of shit terrible see but it looks nice they don't know do you want to know what do you want to know what though in terms of you saying it, it feels like a bit like a fake mm. it still is what it is like people are looking it does look nice yeah you know most people don't know the build quality of most cards yeah. and they look at the aspects they look I, at it from. I think, and they, and I think well. you did have a like the card it is a head turner yeah I think that's the thing as well with like Americans are so used to poorly built cars yeah that they probably think the Corvette's not that bad because like if you're used to what you you're used to yeah. you know, what, what you know day in day out for, for you know the last 20 years 30 well last 100 odd years of car production in the United States they haven't really made decent cars um, and they're starting to turn it around now. Oh, um, wait, wait, wait. We've got to interject there. One exception. What, You're not going to say. Yeah. That's fine. Even though it's an American car, 
the whole idea concept of it was brought up by a South African. So, ah, very true. Very so true. I'm going to discredit the eggs okay. just a little bit yeah. for it. Yeah, but, true. So I think in consensus, if you're going to talk about the overall experience of hiring the car out of 10, seven. Oh. Yeah, I'd say about a seven is about right. The, the car itself is not necessarily amazing. It's good. It's good. It could be a lot better if it was made by a European company. Do you know, I think part and of the other problem is, which we probably didn't factor in, we all drive premium German cars at home. Yeah. So we what we're used to... So Denny's got a TT, I've got a Q7, Nick's got a M1. M1. Uh, what have you got, Frank? I've got a Nick, I can't remember called Toyota. Is it Toyota what? Uh, Yaris, I think. You have a Toyota Yaris? I have a lovely Toyota so, Yaris. So are, you, are you a part-time taxi driver? I'm not part-time. No, you, Yaris is on taxis. They're, what's the other ones? What's oh, the long ones? Oh, Prius. 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 Yaris. Oh, Yaris is like nice and economical, gets me to work, oh, £20 a week, living the dream. I wouldn't say living the dream, but okay. <laughs> I, I did it, not see you as a Toyota Yaris man. I actually thought you had. Like, I'm an economical, economical kind of guy. I don't like dude, fucking up the environment. You should have like hard hitting BMWs. You should have an E35 BMW 322. So what car are you looking to get next? I'm not a stereotypical black guy. I like. What, what I car like, are you looking at next? Next, next car will probably be a um, smart car. I care about the environment. I'm not gonna lie. I might get a bike. Fuck it, I might get a scooter. Rollerblades. <laughs> I'm gonna get run big. I, I feel like. How many miles is it from your home to your work? Um, 17. And you're gonna rollerblade. I'll, I'll, I'll leave home at half four in the morning. Is that because you've indoctrinated you've indoctrinated yourself into the church of CrossFit? Yes, I love CrossFit. Everyone should join CrossFit. Would you um, like to tell? I've sent Denny the gains by a picture, <laughs> and Denny's gonna post them up we'll as part them. of the podcast um, caption or whatever the picture is that you put up for every with, podcast episode with the hashtag everyone should do CrossFit or burn in hell no just gains just gains, just gains. hashtag gains okay. Denny please send them the picture because if you if you like CrossFit and you want to like look after your body and stuff it's the way it's the way do you to have go. a and uh, if you mention you, Frank you'll get exactly uh, what I was going to say get fuck all the stuff <laughs> but you'll get gains and you'll, your, your body will change and that's all I try to promote and I'm not going to knock at your door like a total witness but you appreciate it, and I feel as though you enjoy it. Denny's, Denny's coming with me, no matter what he says, he's chatting shit, he's coming with me. That's very nice of you, though. Denny's coming. To offer that to Denny. Told you, Denny's coming with me. I told you, I saw him out for some free classes. Stand by him as a good Lewis, one. you can come. I'm not coming. Why not? Because... Do you know what gains? Listen, listen, I have seen, for example, I've seen this kind of behaviour before through like radicalised Muslims and converted Christians like revert born again Christians. I'm not saying... And Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons and Church of Latter-day Saints. So the, all these people that, that come and talk to you about how amazing their church is and how you're all going to be saved and how you're going to get so many gains. <laughs> I'm not saying to roll up to Parliament and shank people. I'm saying right now. I'm, I'm talking about the dad boy out the four people here. Right, right okay, now. okay. But you, you said, you've said that I'm going to come. Am no, I not? Okay, my apologies. Lewis, Lewis is fine. Right. And I don't do cross Nick is fine. There's a certain other Nick, member. Nick's a little bit sorry. I'm not there's, gonna lie. I love you, Nick, but you're a bit sorry too. There's a certain other guy out the you front. You and Denny go cross me. You could appreciate taking a crossfit class once in a while. Nick, Denny, get that bad bod. <laughs> no names to be discussed right now. I'm just saying. All right. No names. All right. <laughs> no there's names. A dad bod in this crew right now. No names. Dad bod needs <laughs> Denny. Nick. <laughs> dad bod needs to like. I love you guys. Talking to the mic. Talking to the mic. Talking to the mic. It's alright. We'll catch it. We'll catch it. So, all right, so moving on from the cars, which we've already established are a little bit trash. Uh, obviously, we got out, we came to Santa Monica, which 
on the Airbnb, it looked like it was quite close to the beach, did it not? It did. How close is it? It's like a good 20 minute drive. It's like a fucking trek is what it is. Yeah. And it's, so it was weird as well. What was the, ah. Oh, it, so basically, as we were driving down, I saw a sign that said Inglewood. Inglewood. And Inglewood. I thought to myself, oh shit. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Me and Frank were in the other car. We were thinking, where's this guy? You know the sat there, you can see how close you are? Yeah, yeah. And then we saw Inglewood. And we're like, where's this guy booked this place? <laughs> so the, the Airbnb. And then we started, seeing, we started seeing liquor stores. What is it? What is that again? Liquor store, gun store, gun store, liquor store, liquor store. What the fuck are you taking us? So confused. So, so confused. So. Then we saw that American flag outside the next door neighbours, and I was like, this is one of those places where they don't give a fuck about the people like moving in. They're like very like nationalists when it comes to the United States of America, and they want to like get rid of all people that are non, obviously, visually American, like me and Debbie. <laughs> Lewis and Nick are fine. Yeah, Nick to a certain extent. Nick gets accused Lewis of being a Nick, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> The wrong shade of light crosses you. They might think you're some next dude, and you might be worse off than us guys. Like, you might be one of those guys like leverage who hops on the plane. But you know, to me, you're a nice guy. I'm, I'm just saying. Funny, I'm like. just saying. To me, Nick, you're a lovely guy. But I'm just saying, the wrong shade of light catches you. I'm like, oh. You've been a world of hurt. They might, they might, they might, they might put you in the next category to me and Daniel. Just you, saying, you Nick, can, Nick, I think you're a lovely guy. Though, don't you? you could just imagine some guy going. Saying, Cody, there's one of them there, Arabs. That's what I'm saying. They're just like ignorant here, but I'm just saying, to me, I can tell the difference, but to some. How do you feel about that, Nick? I don't really feel nothing. No? It wasn't an offence, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. It's fine, no offence taken. I'm just saying. Everyone's got an opinion. Americans here are just, they're very prejudiced. What do you feel about the area that we're in, Nick? It's a bit trashy. Okay. I I think. The actual area, the actual air BMB. Isn't particularly in a bad area. No. Yeah. The beach and obviously quite a few well-known places that are associated with California, Santa Monica, Beverly Hills, Sunset Boulevard, Los Angeles, downtown. It's all you know. It's all well and good, and we've seen a lot of movies that we you know enjoy that are all relevant to this location. But like I said, going back to like the homeless people and what we actually see and how buildings are and structures are and just how the infrastructure is, it is below standard or below what my expectations are I think if we're serious like that's serious. no 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 I don't mean that but I mean unfortunately that seems to be there's very probably very few major western major cities like, where do people work around here <laughs> <laughs> there's, no, like, there's no offices looks like everyone is homeless <laughs> no I just understand what goes but, on in Santa yeah Monica. but what I'm saying is there's in most, here it's a dead end yeah but most 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 they were you got a few people who worked in Jack in the Box. Come on, it's a dead end, bro. No, most people. They got a beach. Most most cities. Wow. Most cities, major Western cities, are unfortunately like this. Like you do have. Yeah, I'm not used to it. I mean, we're from London, United Kingdom. Yeah, but even parts of London, yeah, you go to the suburbs, South. Where, where bro, we you are. say yeah. a lot. You there's say a lot. There's a lot of, there's a lot of infrastructure. But, there's a lot of people. Let's just be Everyone's clear. doing something. Round here, no one seems to be doing anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be is clear. that not a fair comment? No, quite, okay, but I, <laughs> we arrived on Thursday, Friday. <laughs> There's no summer holidays. What are people doing? Nothing. All right, my 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 thoughts. My thoughts They're running are, around in broken trucks, <laughs> missing bumpers, missing bullets, broken doors. <laughs> fucking what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> 
<laughs> my thoughts right. are everyone's hustling man like you gotta respect that hustle yeah there is that my my thing is yeah as a as a as a Brit coming to LA seeing all the glamour that you see in the movies and they do show all the glamour in the movies I've got a point to make you know you got you can you can watch Beverly Hills Cop you can watch Lethal Weapon you can watch bloody you only see the good bits Pretty Woman you can watch all of those things yeah never once in any of their movies have I seen a thousand tents in the background with guys wiping their ass with leaves. I haven't <laughs> seen it. I haven't seen it. True. With, with True. guys reaching into bins, pulling out cans, shaking them into their mouth to try and get the last dregs of the can. All I would say is, comparing it again to where we, where we are obviously in the UK, obviously we are an island or British Isles of three countries. It's quite compact. Everyone is close to each other. America is huge, vast. It's a lot of mountainous places. Surely you can't have, obviously, a lot going on in one area. It's spread quite thin. So maybe that's why there isn't a lot going on in some of these places. So do you reckon they should just, like, pick them up in a bus and just drive them I think there's more directions? area that can be made better use of and instead of cramming everyone in one place. Surely this is spread stuff. Even in the UK, London so, City is full of people, full of jobs, but there's nothing going on in the Midlands. So we're too crowded. Spread the load. That's what they're doing with HS2. So that, that, that's a good point, and that's often a point made. I think, the diff, I think in California, from my understanding, is people are used to travelling quite far. So people will drive quite a distance to work. Like, and they're quite, that's quite a normal thing. But with regards to what you're saying with regards to this area, I feel like it's residential. I feel like it's, quite, it's, it's, it's quite clean. Trailer trash. <laughs> <laughs> this is eight mile. <laughs> <laughs> it's very clean for the most part. Um, I don't know what you were looking at, then. This place you, is do, a shit hole. Do you think your road is okay? Yeah, this road, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, road. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad. I wouldn't say it's amazing either. They said it's okay. It's okay. Right? But the majority of the roads, you can smell piss. <laughs> <laughs> piss and weed. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on, let's move on. Let's all move right, on. Right, so, let, no, stop, stop. Let's, let's move on. So. Okay. Well, let's talk about where we've been, what we've done, and right. talk about those things. That's where I was going. Next, so the first real experience that we did, we took a, a drive. I can't remember the area that we drove up. To, oh shit! But we took a long old drive. I was going to say the nighttime visit to Venice to the to the beach. That was interesting as well. Yeah, we thought we'd do a little reconnaissance. <laughs> reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. Yes. Yeah. And what did we see down the beach? Homeless people <laughs> again. People eating out of bins. <laughs> <laughs> Drug addicts. <laughs> The same story comes back to... Can I just say, there's actually only a hundred homeless people in Los Angeles, but they are following us around. (laughs) (laughs) And they got them scooter things. It's like electronic scooters. It's like that movie, The Truman Show. They just just pull up and act homeless around us. Just for for shits and giggles. But that was the first night. Yeah, so we did that, went on a bit of recon. In the morning, we got up, went for a little drive, stopped at the IHOP, which let's just, let's not go in too much to to the whole IHOP thing. Let's just give it a quick rating. So Denny, I hop out of ten. Out five. of five. Out, out, oh. out, go on, out of ten, out of ten. Five. Out of five. Frank, what do you rate I hop out of ten? Um I thought the food was fine. Um the the, the calibre of people in there were disgusting, so <laughs> I'm out of ten. Right. Food was ten, calibre of people are one, with me in the middle of five, five out of ten. But not 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 bad enough that you needed to leave the venue. I've never been in a venue in which they served me food in which I had to leave. But Denny has said he's bougie as fuck in the face. <laughs> and he had to leave. Anyway, Alright, Nick? Yeah, I'd give it a straight six. 
you know, in terms of what they provide on their menu, value-wise, they do good combos, which obviously give you the sweet and sour, which is obviously very nice. Yeah, a bit different to home. So yeah, six is six is fine. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a five just because, although everyone loves pancakes, they I ordered a I ordered like a mixed breakfast and they they give you all like they give you a lot of hash brown for example but they don't give you much eggs and bacon so they'll load up your plate with all the slop and then they'll skimp on all the quality food yeah hash brown normally looks like one little piece of like escalope yeah this was like a bunch of seaweed yeah <laughs> and uh and the thing is it's like one dish is like 1200 calories so you, once you've had your breakfast there you can't eat anything for most of the day it's pretty poor so that's why i'll give it that rating but anyway we'll move on so from there we drove up through the hills in the countryside it was it was a fairly nice drive and we went to uh what was the place called uh, california tactical shooting academy yeah Something cta like? yeah. Yeah, tactical academy yeah california tactical, tactical academy ta- yeah. okay so we went there uh we paid for like a private experience where we had basically hired uh someone a trainer. a trainer to sit with us on the range now just for background uh nick's done a bit of shooting uh i used to go hunting with my dad and stuff so i'm quite familiar uh, Denny's done one experience at uh, a shooting range in Vegas, and Frank is a complete shooting virgin. He's never shot a load in his life. <laughs> I've shot numerous loads in my life, but they never involved a gun and some old guy called what was that guy's name? Saga. 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 Helping me Saga. shoot my load. I was, I'm normally okay to do it myself. So all the loads that you've shot weren't flaming hot, fast loads. self They're all self-inflicted loads that I've been in since age of twelve. I don't need a guy to help me do it. Okay, Okay. so uh, the guy asked us what our experience was, and it was quite funny actually, because obviously he's an American, he's talking to some guys that are clearly English, and obviously me and Nick, when he asked who's got experience with guns, we were like, yeah, yeah, we've had some experience, and he just went, okay, do you want to like train your friends that have got zero experience on firearms? Yeah, that was shit. Exactly what to do, and I was like, hold on, we paid you to do this, Mm. and I was about to go, yeah, all right then, and Nick went, nah, I ain't doing that, you can do that. Which, to be honest, turned out quite well because the guy was obviously quite formal and took his time explaining to Frank and make Frank feel comfortable with the whole experience. And if you just want to give a, a brief summary, Frank, of how you felt going through this experience. To be fair, I'm not really a big fan of guns because I um, my, my my previous experience before... You used to shoot people. No, it's not even that. It's like, you know, you hear all these negative things and then you're like, it's a America in which um, people get shot to guns for no reason at all. So... Part of me, part of, part of me before I took part in it was I don't want to touch it, I don't want to get involved, but you guys sort of coerced me into getting involved and like one of you said, it's like you can't slight something until you actually give it a go. And I had a go. It was interesting and fun at the time, the kickback was unreal and all the, all the shit you see in films is absolutely bullshit because you can't cock it to the side <laughs> and shoot it like they see in the films. It's fucking harsh and it's, it's, it's a pretty hard thing to do. And um, But yeah, it was, it was cool, but... Um, and I, as I said, I'm glad I, I'm glad I gave it a chance, but I won't be. I don't think I'll be doing it again because now I know that it's that how it works. And do not, Frank. I'm, personally, I'm quite proud of you. I'm Thank proud you. of you too. Sure. I'm proud of you yeah, too. I think you took a big step. How do you feel about the experience? The experience oh. itself. Yeah. It was good. Um, it was a bit odd because when when we went into the reception area, I say reception area, it was just a shack. And there was a picture of a bloodied Bin Laden. Bin Laden. And I'm pretty sure there's a picture of a bloodied Obama. I really don't really understand what to make of the situation I was in because we were on reception and there's clearly a 
target audience that want to shoot the shit out of Obama and we were just there getting guns to go to the gun range. Can but I hey, just you interject? Know, we had to do what we had to it do. It was Osama, not Obama. No, no, no. no, no. I will show you a picture. It was Obama. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. It was an Obama that was quite obvious, and then it was almost like a zombified. It was a zombified Obama. I don't know if it was Obama. No, it was they, definitely Obama. They said it was Bin Laden. No, for, no, you're thinking that's a different viewers, oh, For okay. the viewers or listeners, my apologies, these guys will put up a picture of what I think was Obama, but a zombified Obama, the president of the United States prior to Donald Trump, just that's in case fair. he was getting That's fair. All right. Yeah. So, um, just on the way there, I think we forgot something really, really important. Then he saw a snake. I saw a <laughs> mother. And snake, a real life in the wild snake. I don't know how I saw it because it was like camouflage, cover no color. I managed that. to spot it. I done a little quick reverse. Was yeah. I driving? Yeah. No, I was driving. Oh, Frank done the reverse. I was like reverse, reverse. I just saw the snake. That snake was not moving. That snake was ready to pounce. And it looked like a constrictor. It was a bloody big snake. It was a big snake. I'll post a picture. You were um, nothing. I didn't get out of the car. The picture I zoomed in, by the way. You so. were shook on me. <laughs> I wasn't shook. I was no, just not. I ain't getting out of the car for no snake Listen, either. I was not shook because I was in the car. I'm just not stupid enough to get out of the car and become shook. Fair enough. I stayed in the car. Fair. Um, but I zoomed in, so it looks like I'm very close. But I'm not even going to try and pretend I'm that brave. I stayed in the car and I zoomed in and took the picture. So for, for myself and Nick, obviously with a little bit more experience, we kind of just waited until he'd done the formal introduction and then we went to the side like two little school kids in a candy shop and just started loading bullets into barrels and just firing off rounds. Um, and there is a clip, I think Denny's already shared it on the NGA page, of ours, of us like looking around to see the instructor isn't looking. <laughs> <laughs> and then just turning the gun sideways, like, break yourself full, um, which was quite fun. It was quite fun. Um, obviously, you have to be quite aware that these things are designed to kill people, as Frank so poignantly pointed out. However, the only thing I'll say to, to counter Frank's point is that, you know, in the famous words of a wise philosopher known as DMX, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Now, <laughs> <laughs> no. anyway, we then moved on to the rifle range where we shot uh, two, two threes for a little bit. Basically, we used an AR-15, which is the, it's an interesting choice. Um, it's the weapon of choice for mass shooters in America. They, they love the AR-15 for its reliability. And, uh, and its ability to shoot innocent people as they run away. Uh, obviously, after... Semi-automatic, isn't it? Yeah, it's a semi-automatic. And it was weird because the guy was like, do you want the AR-15 or would you like a, a bolt-action rifle? And he was he he was like, you guys will have a lot more fun with the AR-15. And I was like, this is supposed to be like Come on, we rewind and just, 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 just talk about what this guy looked like. Uh-huh. Like, the stereotypical... Like, when he walked in, he was the stereotypical... Gun nut looking kind of fellow, right? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. What did you think when he first walked in, Nick? What did you think of the instructor? Sajid. <laughs> Sabah, Sabah. 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 Yeah, yeah. No, he wasn't. He, he wasn't. had that huge handlebar moustache, which was exceedingly like low. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like he does shooting for a living. <laughs> if we didn't see him at a shooting range, we would have walked past him like, he shoots. Yeah. Or, or he runs a big like cattle cattle farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those people normally shoot. They shoot. They shoot. Yeah, yeah. They so shoot coaches. So yeah, it was it was good. It was a good experience overall. It was um, a good guy, man. It was to be honest though, it was a little bit expensive. I mean, I, I, if I'm trying to do the 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 maths, 
It was. Expensive. I mean, I think all in. It was probably double what it needed to be. Okay. I think. I think they charged. They charged us for the the facility of having the instructor there. They charged us for the hire of the weapons. They charged us for the bullets. It just seemed like they were just trying to put us over a barrel, and and do naughty things to us. <laughs> yeah, uh, I paid up front. Yeah, well. I paid a, a decent deposit up front, and I was expecting it to like cost us maybe like an extra twenty dollars each, but it cost a lot more than that. Um, so yeah, I think whilst it was good fun, value for money, not really. Uh, but yeah, it was alright. I mean, my overall score, I'd give it a seven, based on the fact that if I think if we went somewhere else and they appreciated that, you know, we were kind of a group of varied uh, levels of experience, they should have kind of just took me and Nick off to one side and just let us do whatever they want so they can focus on you guys mm. and actually give you a little bit more one-to-one and whatnot. I would say I thoroughly... I'm, I'm really, really anti-guns. I think if you listen to our podcast, you've probably heard me and Lewis going over this before. But in that kind of control environment, I do get it as a sport like that ability to try and um, be as accurate and you're aiming for the target, etc. So for that, I, you know, it was enjoyable. Um, I like a challenge. What I would say is the experience itself, I'll probably say agree and say seven. But what I would say is in comparison to what I done last time in Vegas, I would probably give it a four. We spent a lot more time here, which was fun. Um, the overall experience was longer. But what I'd done in Vegas, they gave me, um, it was a much shorter time, but I was able to use about five different types of weapons. Um, it was also indoor. Um, so did they just like hand you the gun and go, here, shoot this? No, no, no. Each time we had, a, we had someone with us. There was two, it was two people. We had someone with us for the whole time. And each gun they would then they would bring out they stayed with us they went for everything and they stood with us even when we when we had done it you know after we shot they'd just say stop no do it like this da, 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 da. and we went up to um went from like a, a standard sort of handgun right up to some like plane taken down kind of shit like anti-aircraft rifle. yeah yeah each bullet was like i'd have to double check my i think it was something like 150 dollars a bullet to do this like they were they were like so you coming they were huge no they were huge um so yeah that was that was a different experience all right yeah it was good though i still really had a good time nick shooting out of 10 i give it a seven i I like to shoot guns yeah i think maybe even an eight okay frank um probably six Obviously, which is quite good for a guy who's like very vehemently against shooting. Yeah, you know, I said, I think um, before anyone sort of says or writes off something they don't want to do, might as well give it a try on one occasion. Um, there's limits to this, like, I wouldn't suggest trying crack or anything along those lines, but you know, shoot a gun, it's not going to do anything for you. Or... In the right circumstances. Yeah, you know, everyone should give everything a go once. Like, I'm not saying, like, if you're with a girl or with a guy and they want to spit in your mouth to that go, I'm just saying. Get everything at once, once in your life, and you know, see how it goes. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say, but anyway. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, out of the four of us here, I'm pretty confident I've never had a girl sit in my mouth. Yeah, but you said, like, try it. That's a weird thing to say. I'm Does just that saying, I've never had a girl sit in my mouth. All right, just all right. Okay. All right moving on. <laughs> in other news. So, uh, so yeah, this, uh, that was 
obviously last night we went out a little bit. Uh, the nightlife in Los Angeles is a bit weird because obviously LA is like a a big city. Uh, for for Europeans anyway, we we kind of see it as being like a, a little hotspot, I'd say. And um, it it was very disappointing. What do you mean? Like the the atmosphere was it was okay, but just the levels and the attitudes of the people, mm, not so much. In fact, you know what? I think we should get some professional input here from Frank. Frank, what did you think of the uh, of the nightlife out here? So let's let's talk about each place we went to, like the how how it was sort of in terms right. of location, let, getting let, to each place. Let's just skip let's... over the first place because the first place we went to was like a little bar that served food. The food was terrible, meatballs that were hot and a bit mm, to, to to eat, and then some cold cheese thing in the middle. It was disgusting. I liked it. Shut up. I did. I liked it. You're a pummeler. No, you? I know they had um, chips. Yeah. Which was actually crisps. Yeah. Yeah. Which was messed Obviously up. Obviously, that's a language barrier. These the people lady don't said, speak English. They, she said they're potatoes cut. Yeah, she said, no, yeah, she said they're potatoes cut. Are, bro. No, man. That's what the crisps are. They're chips. Yeah, that's what she said. Okay, fine. It's yeah. a language barrier thing. Just yeah, like that's that my issue with that. Anyway. All right. And did you like the meatballs and cold stuff? The meatballs were okay. The bit around it was not nice. Right, okay, cool. So, we're fairly agreed on that, except for Danny, that's fine. His opinion doesn't count for much anyway. So, <laughs> so, so we left that venue and went to, like, the, the sister venue of the first venue. Okay. Uh, yeah, and it was, it was obviously a bit more lively. It was all right. Uh, Frank, do you want to get off Tinder and tell me what you, what you thought of this place? Um... I, I felt that throughout the course of the night, our, our, our choice of locations went downhill. Like the first place was exceptionally well to do. There was a great deal of women in there that were clearly on a date with their partners. And we went to the second place. It, 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 I, I, words can't describe. The music was amazing, but it was exceptionally hot, sweaty, smelly. Um, For the Mexicans. Are you talking about the second place or the third place? You don't. I'm, I'm, not, even on the, I'm, not, I'm not even on the third place yet. But the second place yeah. was crammed full of people that, as I said, if Trump was there, these people would not be there. <laughs> um, it, it, it was it was okay. But as I said, the first place, as I said, the first place was it was one of those places that if you were in central London, it wouldn't be out of place in Plus central London. Yeah, drinks true. were expensive. You had like a lovely lady that comes to your table, takes your order, etc., brings you drinks. Second place wasn't as grim as such, but it, it was grimy. It was more like if anyone's been to works in Kingston, that was a sort of vibe there. And there was a man from Bromley at the door, which was weird. Oh, you know, you come all the way, you, you fly across the Atlantic, you come to a really random bar in the middle of Los Angeles, and you find a guy on the door from Bromley. Need I say more? That was the sort of place that was. Then we went to a third place, which I'm pretty confident. Had we died in that place, none of our parents, none of our relatives would have known where we last were. It was oh, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's almost like you have to give a secret code so, or handshake to the guy at the gates to let us see. So it was grimy. The place, when it says gate, if you imagine a construction site where you have those maybe, what, about eight foot fences? That's correct. About eight foot fences. Um, and they kind of join together using those big kind of concrete blocks at the bottom what they kind of stick into um so basically there was kind of some kind of secret knock some sort of secret communication because from the outside it didn't look like anything was in there 
um, and then this kind of gate slid open about 25 centimetres <laughs> and you kind of had to slide through to get and then they closed it immediately behind you. Um, you walked through this semi-construction site into this abandoned building and then when you got in there there was a little bit going on. There was some PCP being smoked. <laughs> some angel dust. <laughs> some angel dust. Uh, there was some coke being done off the uh, off the toilets, um, and there was just people, you know, flagrantly out offering people in our party cocaine. And when it was rejected, they were looked at with a level of disdain, as if you know they were clinically insane. It's like, but hold on, hold on, you don't want coke. But was anyone else surprised though that from the outside, how random it looked on the inside? It was semi-professional. Like they had a cash point machine, they had a bar, they had a lighting, they had a DJ booth. Yeah, they had in-house drug dealers, which was very <laughs> effective. Uh, uh, yeah, it was, and it again had a weird clientele, really weird clientele. I mean, we got there. I described it as Wiz Khalifa type. Yeah, we got there at like half one, and it was it was almost empty. Mm. There was hardly anyone there. By three o'clock, it the levels had picked up. It was you know. I've been to, I know, obviously, Dan, you remember back in the day, we used to go to Bar Rumba in yeah, Central, which yeah. is a bit grimy, but mm. it was a nice environment, a nice vibe. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing for this place is very grimy, nice vibe. But again, you know, it was just it was just a bit of an odd crowd of people. So we ended up leaving. What were your thoughts, Frank? Actually, you fell asleep, don't worry, pass on. Oh. <laughs> it's fine, I fell asleep, it's fine, no big deal. Fair enough. Nick, 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 please provide your feedback. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that I, I kind of felt like it was interesting. It makes a better story. It was an interesting experience. Oh yeah, it's like, a kind of underground nightlife like, of when Santa we, Monica. When you expect something, let's say, so-called underground secret to actually be pretty decent. When people say like, what did what did you get up to in LA? You go, well, you know. We went shooting, we went to the Hollywood sign, we went out clubbing, we visited a crack den. <laughs> you know, we, we did everything that LA has to offer, really. You know, we did tick off all the boxes, and that's, that's fine. At least we Four achieved. days away, there's a lot, there's a lot, a lot to lot do. Well. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it, it was all right. It was all right. Uh, we, uh, we obviously, today, we met up a little bit later. We went to, uh, we met up at Muscle Beach, uh, went to Cheesecake Factory, got some food. Went for a drive down Pacific Coast Highway. That was really cool. I like up that. through Topanga Canyon. We did some crazy stuff in the cars, which yeah. uh, we kept it within the speed limit. Of course, yeah. it might look like we were going a lot faster, but I can assure you that we are law-abiding citizens. We would never break the law uh, in this. In this, just like Gerard Butler. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that was that was nice. Then we took a drive up to uh, Rodeo Drive, where Frank, with his keen eyes caught a professional basketball player who was walking around with a nine. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> who was the basketball player? The basketball player was a, um, a guy called Aaron Gordon who plays for uh, Orlando Magic. Um, I saw him, he was with his partner. Uh, who's a WNBA player? Who is? Who does play for the Women's NBA League. And I got a picture of him, I feel really bad because I kind of disregarded her in that situation and just got a picture of him but you know as I said you, know, you don't really get an opportunity to take pictures of NBA basketball, basketball players so I took it and sadly I, I think I did say sorry do you mind me taking a picture 
and he was like fired and he disregarded his girlfriend himself so I don't really, don't really feel that bad but well, yeah you know you're a very sexual looking man I'm sure he would disregard um, his girlfriend it wasn't really of a, of a sexual nature it was more a case that he spotted me as a fanboy and he wanted me to enjoy the moment happy to take a picture with me so yeah got that that's fair enough um, so yeah from there we actually split up uh, me and Nick went to Westfields uh, and uh we went to a place called Lavaca. Lavaca. Lavaca, a little Portuguese restaurant. In the food court in Westfields. And uh, they basically, you, you tell them what meat you want and they'll pour out however much meat you want and then they just weigh it and charge you. Um, which was very filling. Uh, I have to say, my stomach did a turn for the worse. And uh, in, all, in all fairness, we, we sped home as quickly as possible. I ran into our Airbnb and demanded that Frank get out of the toilet. <laughs> and uh, he kind of told me no, and I kind of told him yes. Well, to be fair, I, I thought like there was a great deal of pressure being put on me to finish what I was currently doing Dude, in the I, toilet. I was going to kill time, you. <laughs> I was rocking back and forth to try and finish off whatever was trying to eradicate itself from myself. You need to clench and cut. Well, I don't want to clench and cut because I don't want any, any, any remnants on, my, on myself. Hmm? So I was trying to shake it off so that it fell off naturally. And eventually it did fall to the ground naturally, but at the same time I was I, to I the wasn't ground. Like, That's what I'm laughing. To the ground, Bob. Where did he go? <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Is that Lewis is here chuckling away about the ground, but in that time where he was like, I he's near, the toilet, he's the toilet. I he was threatening to go in the sink. He was threatening to go in the shower, backed up by the fact that's fine, I'll clean it when I finish. <laughs> so I don't care what you're trying to say right now in this. When I finished rocking back and forth, it fell into the toilet bowl. Desperate and it was times. never along in the lines of it was going on the floor or the sink or the toilet or shower bowl. <laughs> okay, so don't try it. Don't, don't, don't. Desperate times like call for desperate measures. I do feel guilty for having to kick it's out. Fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Let's stop talking about the caca. Okay. <laughs> so, what did, uh, no, no, no. We got. What did you call it? Huh? Oh, the, if anyone's seen the movie Dogma, I refer to it as the Golgothic. If you know, then you know. If you don't, you know. Don't. We don't. Need, we just don't need to go into it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, these things happen. And you know what? Wait, going wait. on to it though, I've noticed like since I've been here, I don't feel as good eating the food here. No, American I'm, food always even crap. just like I'm belching. I don't. I don't. Yeah, American food is nasty. I've been to America plenty of times and. Every single like this is what I said when I first came. I said you need to go to good restaurants. Well, I never said exactly that. I said I want to go to good restaurants. The only time you get good food in America is when you go to nice places for food. Their takeaway, their fast food, like their mid tier food is gross. Yeah, entry level tier, mid tier. Yeah, sorry. Compared to what we're used to. No, it's just it's it's not on the level. Even things that you would think are just standard foods that you can just get and eat. The the way that they make them for American client, nah. It's just, it's just so, not, it's not enough. While you were at Westfield eating your meat, um, myself and Frank went to a local convenience store, convenience store kind of shopping shopping centre, um, and we done a very American teen thing where we bought some alcohol for what turned out to be some underage people, oh. which was a weird experience. Um, it happens that they're actually going to be going to uni in um, Plymouth. in Plymouth in England. Which Denny said, "Oh, that sounds great." You couldn't have warned them. Couldn't <laughs> warned them she was sounded far too committed, mate. I did not want to spoil her bubble. But to be fair, aside bubble. from the weather, Plymouth is probably better than Los Angeles. <laughs> 
aside from the weather and the beach. <laughs> um, and then what, so what was next? Then we I, we chilled. We got ready. We went out again. Yeah. Um, tonight we went to a the bungalow. We went to the bungalow in uh, where was it? Is it Beverly Hills? I'm not sure. It was oh no down down near Venice Beach. Wasn't it? I enjoyed. Yeah. I, I I thought it was quite good. It was yeah. a nice venue. It was a it was a decent enough venue. It was weird because there's like a level of pretentiousness to and as I said to the guys I walked in, it was a very white place. Like even though like what do you mean white? It was it was just really there was a white vibe. I can't like the music they were listening to was very white music. Uh, okay, in that the in decor that everything it was very white. It was mm. very American like middle class whiteness. There were don't get me wrong. Not like there were only white people in there, but there were a lot of white people in there, mm. and it just, it just so felt the, white. The, the, the people, the people, in, guy. the people in the venue didn't reflect the people in the local area that we were seeing. Yes, okay, that, that would state it right. Frank, would you not concur with that statement about the the kind of whiteness of the venue? Do you want to hold the the what, what the venue that we just um, went to tonight? Yeah, do you know if you got the mic, Frank? Because I think oh, Nick's about to tap sorry. out. It was a, it was very American Pie. Esque. So if anyone's ever seen American Pie one, two, or even a three, you can you can appreciate the lack of non icy one meals in those scenes in the film. But it's fine, you know, as I said it was it was it was it was it was, it was um I, I, I liked it because you know everyone there seems to be on a vibe, everyone else everyone there seems to want to have a little chat. Um it wasn't at all ghetto fied. Uh, it, 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 it seems cool. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, did you spot the other non-white people there? Yeah, yeah there were a couple of us. We actually there. bumped into to a Turkish guy and a Pakistani guy yeah. that lived in England. And, and I, I don't oh, know. Oh, there's two things. Okay, yeah. No, no, okay, my apologies. When I say that, I always, I always sort of revert to... No, there was a couple of other black guys. Yeah, yeah. Well. I done the black guy nod. Yeah, oh, that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's that was right. so funny. This black guy nodded at Denny and then came in and gave Nenny, like, Nenny. Denny, a little like handshake thing, and then he looked at me to give me a fist bump. I had Nick's drink and my drink in my hands, so and I felt so bad I had to put the drink down and then give him a fist bump. You went up there, yeah. and then you I pointed out to Denny what had just happened, which was obviously that they did the black guy nod, yeah, and then he, he went to give a fist bump to Denny's little white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Oh, I see you got a little white dude with you, I'll give him, I'll give him a fist bump. Give a fist it's cool, but yeah, I mean, um, I like do you think everyone knows? Do you think everyone knows what the black guy nod is? Yeah, dude, I did a white guy not. No, I'm saying, do you think everyone, or do you think the listeners and everyone knows yeah, what that yeah, is? Yeah, of course. Okay, do you want to explain, you, Frank? You explain it. Um, the black guy nod um, is is involves a guy who's black, and irrespective of what part of the world he is in, or what time of day it is, or the age of he, who he is, he could be walking on the street, he clocks eyes with another guy of the same skin tone as him. And they will mutually nod to each other, and the other guy will nod back, in and they'll have an understanding that no matter what happens, they've got each other's back in that moment in time. Well, that, that, doesn't, really, that doesn't really apply to me because I'm not backing up anyone that I don't know. But I'm just saying, <laughs> in those sort of situations, the mutual black guy and another black guy will nod to each other, just like some sort of recognition that I'm here. It's I cool. see you, kind so, of. You know I'm not backing up anyone. Though. I'm just saying that. I'm putting this out there. If any other black guy thinks I'm going to back him up, it's not happening. Do you know what? Back in like 2008, I was walking through Delhi and uh, I was with a couple of mates of mine. Obviously, Delhi's not like a huge tourist resort for, for white people in, in India. And I, after about an hour of walking around, I saw a white guy and he was like on the other side of the road walking towards us. 
and I looked at him and the guys that we were, we were with kind of looked towards him and said, oh look, one of your cousins. At which point that older white guy nodded at me and I, I couldn't help but nod back. I didn't want to. I was like, fuck that. Oh, nod, guy. And that was the moment he understood <laughs> the black guy nod. Yeah. I was like, you, you understand in that situation? And literally my mate said, you know, that's it now. If something goes down, you've got to save his life. <laughs> You're obligated. It's the law. It's the law of the nod. So yeah. Um, but no, I mean, overall so far, it's, it's been all right. Uh, I'll tell you what the weird thing is. Overall, so far, I've had a great time. Maybe individual things, like there's, there's things, but overall, I've had a really good time. I think we've, it's been packed, like action-packed, um, and we've still got another day. Yeah. We've still got another day to go. Um, I know you want to particularly, if, again, our, to our regular listeners, you've heard us talk about um, smoking weed or doing mushrooms this year. Um, we're in California, it's illegal to smoke the marijuana. Maybe get an edible something. I think I prefer edible than to smoke. Yeah. Um, so that's probably still one so of the things that's I think, left. I think the kind of plan for tomorrow is, bearing in mind, it's like, I think it's like four o'clock in the morning here. Yes, four yeah, me and Nick are going to try and get up relatively early-ish. Uh, go down to Santa Monica, uh, not the beach area, the harbour, uh, and maybe see if we can rent out some jet skis, go jet skiing, maybe do some, like, I want to do the, the Rocky Race from Rocky 3. What's a Rocky Race? Oh, Rocky Race, bro, where you can be Apollo Creed and I'll be Rocky Balboa. Why am I Apollo Creed? Because you're a black fan. Okay, just wants you to point out the racism. It's not, it's not racism, bro. No, it is. It's fact. Are you not black? I am. Why, why can't I be Rocky though? I like Rocky. I identify with Rocky because I'm a bad man. Dude, you can identify as a piglet if you want, but fact to fact. I'm Rocky. I'm Rocky in this scenario. Bruv, if you, you want, Mr. T. Why if you want, Mr. T? but you got a bad knee, bruv, and I'll outrun you. That's fine. As long as you can put it down to the fact that I can't run that fast, it's fine. But I feel as though me being a black man, I no, can bro, pick listen, any guy listen, I want to be. I'm not, I'm not Donald Trump. You can be whoever you want. I am Rocky. That's fine. I'll be your creed, right? Thank you. But just understand that. this. What? In the Rocky movie, Rocky ended up beating Creed. There is no situation on earth where you're going to beat me in a foot race. Yeah, we're not, we're not, it's not a race though. It's just banner, isn't it? It's yeah, it's banner, like but it's recreating fine. Recreating the scene. Yeah, of course which... we're going to recreate it. Then he's going to go. I will let you win. Then he's a bit rapid as well. So Denny can Denny, uh, let Denny, Denny be Rocky. Denny can be Rocky if he wants, but I think Denny's like a little bit less racially biased and he doesn't mind who he is. I don't mind who I am. See? Denny's a fucking liberal, that's his problem. No, listen, it's fine. So we're going to do that. And then, uh, and then we've got tickets booked to go and watch uh, a baseball game. It's not about me being liberal. It's fine. Don't, it's just, don't it's, it's about you being open to every single yeah. situation possible. No, when you've experienced real racism, you don't have time for that little kind of petty stuff, Frank. That's I'm not all. talking. About, I'm not talking about just racism. That's all. That's all. Let's move on. I'm talking about you in general, general Daddy. You're very open to everything. 2019. Open to everything. 2019. Okay, cool. All right. So I will, I'll leave this for the next episode. So then, never invite back again. So then we've got uh, obviously uh, tickets booked to go and watch the baseball, uh, which we will obviously indulge in. We might do the little edible thing, maybe. Is it the Dodgers dog? Yeah, we're going to get the Dodger dog. Which is like a Dodgers famous um, LA Dodgers thing. baseball hot dog. Mm. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we'll do that. I don't know if we're going to go out, out tomorrow night. Um, it's weird because as much as I've, I've had fun on our night out. I've had fun. There's been a lot of banter. Um, but I can't say that really... If Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The company you guys have made the evening fun. 
Okay. The venues have not made the evening I was, any better. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If we went out in London, I think we'd have had a better time. Okay. What I will say is I've had a really good time so far, and it's been everything I, I've expected. I've been to America a lot. I've heard people talk about LA a lot, so maybe I knew what to expect. What I will say is, and to back this up, almost every person we've been out who's been local has said LA nightlife is shit. Yes. I thought, and in fact, I thought it, I, I was, and I was saying this to you guys on the plane, like, LA nightlife closes at one. It's actually closes at two, most yeah. places seem to be. So I don't know if that's extended since I, last, yeah, two, yeah. since I last heard, or it, it was, I was just, I heard um, in error last time. But I have been told LA nightlife is pretty whack. And what normally happens is after the place is closed, you have to kind of find an after party to go to. Um, as I said, there was that dodgy construction site we got advised about which wasn't really nothing to shout about but i didn't come here expecting the nightlife to be um something to sing and dance about because i had already heard that it wasn't something to sing and dance about is that from your your friend who you were talking to who michael yeah yeah, yeah michael did warn me michael did warn me michael did warn me that's fine that's fine uh so yeah i don't know <clears throat> so overall it's been decent so far obviously we've still got a little bit of time left to go um, I've, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed, I've actually got like classic white boy style. I've got a little bit of sunburn today. It's quite funny. Um, he's now known as Lobster Lewis. That's it. Nick got a little bit of sunburn too. Also, you know, matchy, matchy. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to obviously the baseball tomorrow. Um, uh, looking forward to, to just getting, having, having a decent fun day, having some jokes, you know, listening to, to Denny and Frank argue. This that part, that part of it. To be honest, as I mentioned to, to Denny earlier, the thing I like about the arguments that he has is that doesn't matter how how serious you might think it's getting, it never escalates. It always stays on a level. It's good. I like it. Um, so yeah, so far it's been alright. Could have been a lot better. My perception of LA has been flipped upside because I didn't realise how much of a ghetto it is. And the same thing actually occurs for for Paris. Like if you go to Paris. They've got a legit ghetto, like as you're driving in. Yeah, but I think that's the same. I don't think I've been to a major no ghetto Western city. Above. I don't think there's been. I've been to a major Western city where that's not the case. I think you could say that about London too. No, you can't. Why not? Is it okay? Uh, uh, sorry, I had to do it on there. In central London, yeah. let's be real. But we're not central. No, no. But I'm saying in London, yeah. even central London. Mm-hmm. Central London is more poignant. Okay. There's probably. Maybe a thousand homeless people. In a much smaller area. Go King's Cross has bare homeless people at night and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. 40, 50, 100, 200. That's okay. making up for the thousand that I'm giving you. Okay. Right? There are a quarter of a million homeless people living in LA. Now, we say LA, LA is obviously massive, but you see seeing them left, right, and center there everywhere you go. You can't turn left or right without seeing a homeless person. There's a lot more. In Paris, as you drive into Paris, there's an actual ghetto, like legit ghetto. And I'm not talking about like an American style ghetto where it's like social housing that's not very well built. We're talking about actual like shanties that have been built using corrugated steel and stuff that people have just wedged into the ground and made like lean-tos out of. And they're literally living in the same pair of clothes every day for months. That, that to me, for... Obviously, Paris is supposed to be like the city of romance and all that stuff. That's a big disappointment. When I went to Paris, I was just like, wow. My whole idea of Paris has been 
quashed. And in fact, there is actually a, an illness, I don't know if you're aware, called Paris syndrome. And it often happens to people from Japan because they have such a romanticized idea of what it's going to be like when they go to Paris. And then they get there, and the first thing they notice is that a lot of people smoke, which Japanese people generally despise smoking. I think it's a disgusting trait. And then they see how dirty the streets are, how you know rude people can be, and da 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 da. And it actually puts them into a, a weird psychological state of shock. So I think I'm fair in saying that whilst Paris has the Eiffel Tower and the Louvre and the Arc de Triomphe, all those nice things, Paris is also a bit of a shithole. Don't get me wrong. London's a bit of a shithole too. Nah, I like that. But not, not London, comparison. compared to these places, is levels above. Yeah, but what you've got to remember is, I think one of the big differences with with, with London... Is that it's not shit. Um, yeah, London just got rated number one on TripAdvisor. That means more to me than anything in the world. No, well, it's, 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 it's public vote, isn't it? It's a yeah. public, public, worldwide public saying, this is the number one place we like. Um, my, what I was going to say is, though, there's, I think one of the differences with... Um, with uh, the UK and some other major Western countries is is the UK is very very London centric, and a lot of the areas that were previously poor were um, were have been gentrified and they do a, a lot of effort to keep London clean. Whereas if you go to some places further up north and some other places, like you go to some of the old beach towns, and it's disgusting in the UK. Whereas round in other Western countries, it seems to be. They didn't abandon those people as much. Yeah, it's 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 just a different it's it's a different spread of basically where where the the, the more unfortunate people are. Um, it, it, yeah, it's it's a different sort of spread basically. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So uh, I think obviously normally we do um, before like when we wrap up we do a little throwback. I think for tonight because we're a bit tired, a little bit hammered, whatever. We'll give that a miss, but. Just, just, just like give a quick summary so far of how you how you found this trip. What's been your highlight? What's been your low light? My um, some right. I think then, going back to what you said about the company, and then we'll get Frank as well to, to give a little a little summary. As I well. think I think this, I think going back to what you said about the company, like I've had a really good time. I think all the griminess for me has been part of the experience, and it's going to make for interesting stories. And I, when I whenever I experience things like when I look back on it. Um, I might say in passing comments, oh yeah, you know, the homelessness, homelessness and stuff when I'm talking about LA, but I think when I'm talking about the actual trip, that's not going to be what I talk about in, in years to come. It's going to be the stuff that we've done um, and it's been jokes. Even like trying to, you know, us, we just spent like an hour trying to find an after party and it just bare stupidness happened and, you know, all little things like that. That's going to be the sort of stuff I remember. Um, I've enjoyed myself. Um the, I thought the, 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 the drive today we done in the cars was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, overall, I'm pretty happy. I've enjoyed mm-hmm. myself. To be honest, bro, I'm actually I'm, I'm with you on that as well. I mean, I don't I don't mind some of these like grimier places. And even though I was actually like Nick at some point was was like quite tense, and he he mentioned something to me about like just keeping his wits about him because he wasn't sure what's going to happen. I just reminded him that you know in those kind of situations. They really don't want anyone kicking off because obviously it's an illegal venue. So if there's ever even a hint of something's going to go wrong, the people that run that place will shut it down quicker yeah, than yeah, quicker yeah. than you can you can think. So uh, so I'm actually quite comfortable in places like that, even though obviously it was pff, trash as hell. People smoking angel dust and purple haze, PCP. I don't know if it's purple haze. Okay, uh, people smoking PCP, lines of cocaine here and there. No, obviously that's not really our thing um, 
and uh, yeah, Nick was quite, uh, let's say, unsettled by the whole thing. Yeah, and uh, and I was cool with it. I was like, do not, don't yeah. worry about it, man. No one's yeah. gonna, no one's gonna give you any grief. It's fine. Um, so yeah, experiences like that. To be honest, I'm kind of the same as you. I just kind of look at it as another little story to tell uh, yeah. in in days to come. And the the stuff that we've done that is fun, you know, despite all the very obvious things that we that we think are a bit wrong with LA, we've still managed to enjoy those times. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm quite happy with it. How, how have you found it, Frank? Um, to be honest, it's been it's been a very interesting trip, in, in the sense that I've can, done can you hold the mic to your mouth, please. I've done things that I typically wouldn't do. Um, can you hold the mic to your mouth, please? I just said without. Uh, um, with other sort of groups in, talking in, to Mike, in the sense that um, time away, come on. Um, went to a gun range which is something I was sort of adamant that I would never do and it was it was quite the experience um, I've driven over here which again is something I wouldn't typically do because I don't really ter- feel terribly confident driving in the United States and not, not because it's on the side of the road but because I don't want to get shot if a policeman pulls me over um, but yeah, it's been fun, you know, so it's only been like two two nights out so far, two days in general so far, but it's been interesting and um, yes, yeah, you know, I definitely sort of recommend anyone to sort of come over here and do the things that we've done. Hollywood sign is really, really cool. Um, we've eaten vast amounts of shit. We've we spoken to natives here. You know, it's, 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 it, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty interesting. So yeah, I don't know what else to say on the subject apart from it's a great place to come. It's been fun. Yeah, I'll say it's been fun. It's definitely been fun. You know, at yeah. the same time, you know, um, I've sort of got to know Lewis, I've got to know Nick exceptionally well, and you found out more and more and more <laughs> about someone else that I've known for like the last 12, um, 11 years. And it's just interesting because you think you know someone <laughs> and you spend more time with them and you figure out that you didn't know that person at all. But hey, I'm not naming any names, but that's how I'm going to conclude my last statement on this subject. Fair play, brother. Fair play. Should we do throwbacks? If if you're in a fit enough mental state to throw to do a throwback, I can probably I can probably give you two off the top of my head. Okay. So I, my throwback gonna go. Go is gonna be a two pack song to live and die in LA. Yeah. Since that's where we are. To mm-hmm. live and die in LA. And my throwback movie um, is gonna be can I do a TV show instead? If you really want. It's going to be Californication, starring David Duchovny. It's at, it actually was, when it was being aired, and probably still is, one of my all-time favourite TV shows, the later um, episodes, uh, seasons. I think there was like eight seasons. The later ones didn't live up, but that often happens, but I really, really enjoyed it. So do watch that. I believe it's on... No, it's not on Netflix in the UK no more. Um, but check it out. It's on Prime. It must be on something, yeah. But Californication... Is uh, really good. Well, you like that show, it's so interesting. Um, yeah, so we don't have that much time now wrapping up, mate. Can you do your throwbacks? Um, Californication <laughs> is a great TV show. I, I completely understand why you picked that. Um, I believe David Cogney plays the lead character and he's a bit of a sexual demon. And my, um, my, my, my throwback tune would be Another Level, um, Bomb Diggy, um, because I think it's an absolute tune. I don't think UK hip-hop pop shit of that time gets much of a uh, shout out and my film choice would be a film called Money Talks with um, Chris Tucker and what's that guy? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, yeah I love that film. Oh, good, good shout, good shout. Yeah, shout. Shows. 
Michelle. <clears throat> That's uh, the one when he does fat. She's got the fat ass. It's pretty hard and tempting. I find it pretty interesting that that's what you remember from that particular. No, it's time. not the only thing. That's that part. That's, that's what you, that's that's what you sort of came to mind. Yeah, yeah. It's the first thing that comes to mind when I think about it. I don't think that. Okay, that's cool. That's right. Different opinions. You see that? Definitely. That's what makes it all interesting. You're born in all the same. That's all you, mate. Fair enough. My my throwback movie is going to be as we're in LA. My throwback movie is actually going to be Falling Down, starring Michael Douglas. That's a sick film. Yeah. You know that film, right? I was like, I just had that thought. I was like, hang on, was that Falling Down set here as well? Yeah, good shout. Uh, so yeah, Falling Down is going to be my movie of choice. And even as I'm saying it, I'm kind of debating which song I should go for, for my uh, throwback song. But I'm going to go with uh, Hotel California. Okay. Um, Why the Eagles? Yeah, just because, you know, we're here. Um, and it's it's classic. Yeah, it's classic. Yeah, it is. It's a good song. Yeah. Um. Just uh. Just before we go, just one last last little thing. Uh. While we're here, we've all kind of adopted the nickname, or nicknames. Uh. Denny and um and Frank have got Doug and Stu, respectively. I've been nominated as Phil, and Nick has been nominated for as Alan, uh, as a little homage to the um, the Hangover movie. Uh, Nick apparently has uh, sorry. Nick has a, a bit of a reputation for being a bit of a lunatic, <laughs> as has Alan from, and just saying some random stuff at random times. Which uh, if you if you know Nick, then you'll know that that is what he does. Uh, Frank is known as you know being a, a bit of a sensible guy, but as we've seen, he has a, he has a dark side to him. Ooh. He has a demon in him. I see that. It's fine. Uh, and uh, and Denny, you know he he he's there. He's there. And then he's he's just not there, just like Doug in in the movie Hangover. You know, he just disappears for half the film. Um, so yeah, fair play, fair play. So that's that's. If you see any of these boys, feel free to to call them by their new adopted names. Cool. But yeah. Um. Cool. So I think that's a wrap. That will be us for today. I'll just like to say on the next episode. Um, Frank, who we've introduced you today, um, has a few issues. So we will just be discussing Frank and the Me Too movement <laughs> in the next episode. Wow. Frank, time's up. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And this guy over here is Time's up for him. It's Frank and um, I'm I'm just glad to have been invited to, onto this show. You're more than welcome. Guy, such as Lewis You're and, welcome, um, man. You're welcome. Don't worry. We'll sort TV out, and Denny. We'll sort out the interventions on the next episode and hope you guys stay safe out there. Walking twos. <laughs> Peace. Stay safe, you pray. <laughs>